Hi everyone, this is Jackson here. Thank you for joining us. This ain't a scene, it's a podcast. Today it's just gonna be me. Ryan's off doing a mission, some pop punk type shit. Uh, Today we have on Social Infants, and here is their song, Drinking More and More. Thanks for joining us, Social Infants. Yo, what the? Thanks for having us, man. Awesome. So uh, tonight we have uh, my friends, the Social Infants. Uh, where are you guys based out of? We're in the North Port, Port Charlotte area, mostly. Little Cape Coral. Oh. Awesome. Yeah, I, I honestly had no idea. I'm like, oh, they play Ollie, so I'm, guess they're, I'm guessing they're in like Fort Myers or something, but that's good to know. So... Uh, where are you guys' names and what instruments do you play? I'm Alex. I play the bass and sing. I'm Matt. I play the guitar and sing. I'm Ian. I play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> I bang shit. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So uh, how long have you guys been rocking as the social infants? Me and Matt met about six years ago now, and we've been writing ever since. And Ian, it was a little about year and a half ago that we met him through same means like Craigslist, and pretty much I think it really started when we had Ian because For sure. he's like I'm sorry, he was literally the missing ingredient. Isn't that like a saying? All the best bands are formed on Craigslist. It, these days, at least, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that how Led Zeppelin got started, or something? <laughs> okay but um so uh we're all located in southwest florida and as we and most of our listeners hopefully know um southwest florida was impacted by a pretty big hurricane called hurricane ian um can each of you guys kind of uh talk about um how it affected you or didn't affect you or or you know, just stuff like that, like what you personally went through over the past month or whatever. I personally think that I made it pretty lucky because I'm on one of the main roads to 41, but like where my house is, it's like perfect. Like it didn't, the water didn't, you know, I felt pretty lucky in that my house didn't get as messed up as most people did around here. Um, for me, I got pretty lucky as well. My house didn't really have any damage. Um, 
like I lost some trees and stuff in my front yard, but fortunately they fell away from the house. Uh, I was without power for nine days, but like realistically that's very minor in the, in the big scheme of things. So I got very lucky. Nothing really happened to me. There was a bunch of like wind damage. Uh, I'm in Fort Myers. So it was like the more Eastern Fort Myers. Hurricane Ian farted. So the wind damage, excuse me. (laughs) But there wasn't much damage. It was mostly like uprooted trees and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I live in Cape Coral. Uh, I also got extremely lucky. I actually live like down the road from Ollie's, and there were houses like a block from me that were like completely leveled, yeah. and my apartment was completely fine. So I feel extremely lucky, but not everybody is. So I'm going to include some resources in the post about this podcast to see if um, ways for people to help out and stuff like that. So, uh, can you guys tell us a little bit about your band? Like, uh, how would you describe the music you make? Pretty bad. <laughs> Pretty mediocre, honestly. It's just, uh, I mostly, my my writing is just about pretty much showing my influences on my sleeve kind of thing. So it's like, everyone's going to be like, wow, that dope, that's such a ripoff of Blink-182 or Green Day. So, I don't know. Yeah, I was actually gonna say, um, I was I was listening. Uh, I I do listen to you guys a bunch, but especially over the past couple of days since we got this scheduled, and I really hear hear some like '90s Green Day vibes. Right. Is that a good observation? Yeah, I would think so. I think um, I think we definitely strove like our earlier stuff strove for that feeling. Yeah. Awesome. What they say. <laughs> For me, like, uh, Green Day, Alkaline Trio, Blink-182 are, like, who come out of me when I write. Like, they're my biggest influences, for sure. And I think with Alex as well. Yeah. Who would you say your, your biggest one? Though? Like, for, I think it was mostly Green Day and Green Day and Blink for the first two EPs. Yeah. And then recently it's been a little more hardcore, like Blink and, for me, Newfound Glory and stuff like that. Awesome. So I'm definitely getting like a hybrid of pop punk, punk rock, yeah. that kind of that kind of vibe. And I I really enjoy it. I think you guys uh have a great live presence. I've noticed you guys have been gigging and touring a bunch of late, especially with Wrath from Wrath and the Wise Guys. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Oh man. That was like like even though like it was a small tour, it just like felt like we were traveling the world. <laughs> Like not having to come back with like responsibilities for a while and just actually do what we want to do. Pretty sweet. Yeah, we, we met a girl. She said, uh, "If you bake bread, uh, bake it while listening to Ghost." So yeah, she said to bake bread while listening to Ghost. It's like a therapeutic thing, and I want to <laughs> shout her out. She worked at Vans <laughs> at the, the Virginia Beach Mall. So what? What's up? <laughs> Is uh is there gonna be a a new new song on the new Social Infants album called um Girl Who Works at Vans or some shit like that? <laughs> in one of the songs, like <laughs> we preemptively did. That'd be funny. That's a good idea. I'm in a Vans girl. <laughs> she likes ghosts. She likes ghosts. <laughs> Track it. <laughs> just, just don't rip off MGK. He's kind of trailblazing. Like I know he did the emo girl thing. 
Um, <laughs> no, we, we're, we're definitely trying to rip off MGK for sure. Yeah, we're trying to rip off Blink-182, not MGK. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, we're trying, no, we're trying to rip off MGK so we can be the new MGK, but we'll actually, like, be better than I don't know. Um, yeah, I completely get it. Um, so I saw in a post that you guys were recently playing at Ollie's, and yeah. you performed a cover because we're talking about Al- Alkaline Trio and Blink One Eight Two. You performed "Edging" by Blink One Eight Two. What's what? What was the process? How that came to be? We, uh, I think, I think I first said we could. It was it before we heard it that like we can we should cover it if even if we like it. Yeah, yeah. You said we should cover it if we like it. And we ended up liking it, you know, Tom's back. We'll probably pretty much like anything that Tom is involved with. But um, we were just texting each other and just being like, we have to be the first ones to play the song, like, live to a crowd kind of thing. For, yeah. Like, yeah. I just thought it's extremely interesting because I hear a lot about, oh, we should wait how many years before you cover a song and stuff like that. I don't know if it's really a big thing for actual bands or not, but it's stuff I've heard about. And then I'm I'm like, wait, you guys covered a song like less than 24 hours after it came out or whatever. I'm like, yeah. holy shit, that's kind of nuts. I would do that even like if we were on tour, right? Imagine like we're on tour and while we're on tour, there's a song that comes out like of our friends or whatever. I would totally cover the song as immediately. I think I don't know. I have this like personal goal now just to play <laughs> cover songs before the band can actually even play them. Yeah, you guys might actually be like the first people to ever perform that song, like including Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, that's the goal. Has to be. It was a fun challenge too. To like, it came out and then we learned it all kind of separately, played it a couple times together, uh, and then we were like, "All right, let's play it tonight." So we really only played it as a band like twice at Ian's house before we went on stage with it. Yeah, we all just learned it by ear by listening to it. I'm still not happy how I played the drums on that. <laughs> sounded good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I really dig your kit, Ian, live. Uh, it, it looks really badass. And, like, you you play with some real power. I really dig it. I'm like, thank you. I, I just hit the drums. <laughs> Jackson, do you have, like, any, like, uh, add-ons you think Ian should put onto his drums? Oh. Like, add-ons? Um, to, like, make more flashy on the stage? Um, well, I'm like a big metal fan, and one thing I've always wanted to see is hitting the triangle and then ooh, break ooh. down. <laughs> okay. All right, gotta get a triangle. So a black triangle. Black triangle. Yeah, sick. black triangle. That'd be that'd be sick. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I was wondering. I actually I've been helping out for a Upstart magazine called Musicholic Mag, and I wrote an article about the Blink One Eight Two time returning. And uh, I was wondering about your thoughts about it. Like, um, what did you think of Blink with Matt versus Blink with Tom and stuff like that? Well, for me, like, Blink-182 with Matt Skiba, I loved it because Alkaline Trio is my favorite band of all time. But, and to some degree, it also feels not right. Like, it's it would be a great side project for Matt and Mark, but uh, I think Tom obviously really... Uh, was like his home's Blink One Eighty Two, not Matt. So I'm like really glad that Tom's back, and I'm glad that Matt can work on Trio more. I'm like super stoked to hear what everyone's gonna make. Uh, I'll talk because Ian hasn't heard. <laughs> like uh, nine. Oh, <laughs> oh nine. maybe a little bit of California. 
Oh boy. California is one of my favorite records of all time. I want to get a tattoo for it. Yeah, that's pretty wild for like. like but uh, wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? I love that. It's insane. <laughs> that's insane. Maybe it's not a popular opinion, but I love it. I was. I remember when in like 2015, I was working at McDonald's, and my um, manager was like, "Dude, Matt Skeeb's gonna be in Blink 182." I'm like, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> but then no. But then I got to be a trio fan because for the third Matt, and I'm like, "It's so." And it, it's it's like, it's. One of those stories, like, there's always, I think Motley Crue had a notorious one where they, sing, they swap singers or uh, Van Halen. Yeah, I can see Van Halen. So, like, do you think, so I think, do you think Hagar was a successful transition? I feel like singers, you can never really take over. Like, it, it's always going to feel weird. Yeah. I don't think I don't think any of them have been successful. So, Neo with Ozzy. So none of them, and none of the switch swaps, do you think? I can't think of any off the top of my head that have, like, worked fully. I don't know, man. Like, if you're going to compare, like, Van Halen and Motley Crue, like, Van Halen with, with Hagar was pretty good, but, like, Motley Crue with whoever the fuck they replaced um him with, um, whenever they replaced him with that guy, sorry, I'm way too high to remember names, but, um, they fucking sucked. But, and then when, and then when we came back, they actually, like, produced a respectable record, but, like, Motley yeah. Crue... Without that drunk loaded asshole, fucking sucked. That's just that. <laughs> Jeez, he is a big, he's a big bloated man. <laughs> yeah, he's like a motley, motley blimp. I don't know. <laughs> Dog, and and there's like there's people paying like three hundred and fifty, four hundred bucks to see that band live today instead of just going to Ollie's. To see an old man get whiffed after three sentences. <laughs> hey, it's, old... it's hard to read off a teleprompter when you're 60 years old, okay? <laughs> you just want to see Tommy Lee drum with his third leg. All <laughs> 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 there. Dude, it's my kick <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, like, for me, um, personally, I thought... California was a really good album like it had some good songs but it didn't feel like Blink to me you know like it just yeah. like it, it kind of went it felt kind of a bit more mature but to me that's I mean like Neighborhoods was kind of mature and shit but like Blink yeah. is like having fun and skating and like shit like yeah, that cool. I mean and just like dick jokes I'm excited for more dick jokes yes. oh man I've been gearing up for the dick jokes <laughs> I've been trying to hold it back all night it's like my dick. <laughs> awesome. But, but yeah. But yeah. So I mean, what do you think of edging? Did it edging like satisfy you at all? Uh I think it's I I can put my mindset into the like the industry of music and I know for sure like it's a two in two two minute forty second song, very radio friendly. Um, and I, I, I like it and I know that it's a radio song, you know, it's like, I don't know. It grew on me. It grew on you. At first I didn't like, it. I thought it was really simple. And then right. I listened to it more and I was like, yeah, this, and this is good. And I think for most people, they just realize it's Tom now, dude. Yeah. You have to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Um. 
So you guys have a couple of releases on Spotify. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about those? First one, Goodbye Florida. Holy crap, that <laughs> was such a rush job. Didn't know these guys. Yeah, and yeah we, before we had Ian. They had a program drummer. His name was... Apple. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh it was just like the standard garage band drummer. Yeah, and that was this also the second one too, but I think we got a little bit like more writing and more like producing I don't know, what would you call that? Like I don't know, we we figured out how to like write songs with the programs but it still isn't as good as the stuff that we're writing right now because we obviously ian adds so much to the sound uh and it allows us to like be more creative as well when the drummer is that fucking good you know and i think Mm -hmm. i think there's like on both there's half of the songs we actually like Mm -hmm. on both the first and second yeah for sure there's songs that i'm not proud of on on both eps that are out but um, but the ones we, can you do? Yeah, the ones we play live are the ones we like. So you, that's that's when you'll know for sure. <laughs> Can't believe you don't like Alien for uh, I mean, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Man, I mean, like both EPs definitely have some bangers though. Like um, drinking more and more, a bitch called Karma, Goth Girlfriend, giving up on you. Those are all just really great songs, in my opinion. Um. Like they definitely, they they definitely wouldn't sound out of place on a, an album like D- Dookie and you know take off your pants and jacket and stuff like that. So like I think that's something to definitely be proud of, especially since you said you're just kind of winging it off the seat of your pants. More than them, they that. <laughs> I don't even follow what you guys put in. <laughs> like, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll play. Uh, but I don't, I don't like how you program your drums. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I, I'm actually an audio engineering student, and that's one thing I've learned is that if you're going to program your drums and release it, you got to be really fucking good at it, or it's going to sound like shit. And, not, yeah. not saying for better or worse, but, like, you know, it's just, it's definitely a skill you have to learn. A skill mostly for worse. <laughs> oh, man. And it's it's hard to, like, Right, creatively when you're working with program drums because you're so limited on the like the presets the programs have. Um right now we're right now it's a little bit delayed because of uh unfortunately the recording studio that we were going to is uh was impacted by Hurricane Ian. Yeah. So we were almost we're about halfway through it, uh, but it's gonna be delayed for the foreseeable future right now um but we got some really good stuff coming out and uh, it's stuff that you've heard live uh jackson yeah um like uh one and only for instance or take my hand which we're gonna preview later on this episode yeah awesome so um can you tell us a little bit more about um take my hand for example and just the writing process that, that you were working on before things got impacted you know, talk, uh, for me, uh, so for work, I'm a pool boy, and uh, <laughs> I was outside cleaning pools, and so I was having a really bad day, and uh, like the lyric, cloudy thoughts on a perfect day, came to my head, and then I honestly wrote my whole verse at work without a guitar, Yeah, 
and and uh, just came home, put the chords to it, showed Alex, and Alex, uh, how'd you start writing your verse? Same way. Like you showed me, I was just sitting there listening to it, trying to like work out a verse, and then around I don't know, I think around when we were starting to put it together, we hit the breakdown of the in the bridge, and it was just oh man. That's what makes it sick for me. It makes it makes me feel sexual, honestly. <laughs> so, I just kind of hit the drums, and the guy said that it sounded good, and now we're here. <laughs> now we made it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'll use this opportunity to preview that song. Funny thoughts on a perfect day. I wrote a poem, then I burned the page. Okay, so that was Take My Hand off the upcoming Social Influence. Is it an EP or album you guys are working on? An album? EP, yeah. EP, okay. Uh, do, do you have a title for it yet or, any, or anything like that? Nothing concrete right now. I don't know if I should put the working title. Where I think it's pretty probable. You think? Yeah. Should we call it this so when it's different, it'd be funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're gonna call this one when there were three. Um, no, then there were then there were three. (laughs) See, I don't even then there were three. Yeah, don't worry about it. I mean, like, only like 40 50 people a week listen to this podcast, and but the unfortunate thing is that those 40 and 50 are the same 40 and 50 people that show up to Ollie's every weekend, so it kind of evens out. After this, it might double. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we got some star power, especially with the with uh, your Pokemon T-shirt, man. That's kind of sexy. Yeah, look at that. my Pokemons. He's got a sexy Pokemon tattoo. Yeah, I got. There's that. Oh shit. Uh, who is that again? Jolteon. Oh damn, yeah. dude. I, I y- y'all are missing out. You gotta come to a Social Infants show and check out this the drip and the tats. And the tats and the tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I was talking to somebody, and people people underestimate the impact of uh, of, of of daddy milkies instead of mommy milkers. It's literally good for the soul. You 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 find your bro. You know, you go over his house and you get those like those suction cups. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, you're not wrong, but uh, I'm not sure if you're right either. <laughs> no, it's not for everyone. Yeah, I mean, uh, make sure it's consensual, especially beforehand, because if you bring out yeah. the suction cups before you've you know, talked about a little bit, like, determine your boundaries, it might it might not be welcome. Or a consent form. Make sure you bring the consent form. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll sign an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. 
Wait, do you guys not have your partner sign an NDA before sex, or is that just me? Jokes on you. I can't find a partner. Like, she don't have a pen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Shit. So uh, we're getting cut off. <laughs> 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 but um yeah man uh <laughs> so uh what are y'all's drinks of choice Ooh. well i can't uh well, mm, i do like a just a vodka soda that's probably my mm-hmm. favorite mm-hmm. well we're drinking this wicked weed brewing uh, I can't read. It's an IPA. Uh, Pernicuous? Smart. Those are the only beers I like to drink with ingredients I can't pronounce. I couldn't pronounce <laughs> sober, but I could probably pronounce drunk. <laughs> For me, uh, like Jack Daniels and Diet Coke is my go-to. Pretty much anything mixed with Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ian's favorite is um, Irish car bomb. Irish car bomb. Yeah. <laughs> he likes the whole thing, you know. He likes the like presentation. It. He likes the <laughs> car bombs are fun. What about you, Jackson? This is an advertisement for Ollie's Pub Records and Beers and Sandwiches. Uh, they have the Delta Nine THC drink, uh, which is flavored with lemon pound cake and. It get gets me high off my motherfucking tits. So definitely go to Ollie's and check out the Delta 9 THC drink. Thank you. Dude, I was I had that one time and I was like looping through four holes. Bro. They're pretty good sandwiches, dude. <laughs> the sandwiches are even better when you eat when you have the Delta 9. You get a combo. <laughs> it's an Dog, I, I swear I swear to God, I'll 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 get the Delta 9 drink right when I come in before the show just to get me a little loose or whatever. Yeah. Like twenty minutes after, three minutes after, on the dot. Hey, uh, Dave, can I get a die die my baloney? Like, <laughs> and that's just the best fucking sandwich I've ever had. Uh, I like to imagine like thirty, uh, like drink a little bit. Thirty minutes later, you're taking pictures of the sky. Whoa, dude, it's so ethereal. This one's for you, God. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll have a couple of those uh, cups of Delta 9, and I'll get back, and I'm working on photos. I'm like, wait, these are last month's photos. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you like got a TV clicking a remote? Oh, I won't work. It's <laughs> my camera. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that's that's really difficult though. Is taking photos when you're high because yeah. it can be a good thing or a bad thing. Because I'm like, wait, who are these guys that took photos of? And then, but then I'm like, it's like seeing them for the first time. Like, oh, I've never seen these guys before, no. but now I have. I I don't know where I was going with that, but um. So uh, I've seen pictures of. I could be wrong, but I've seen pictures of Wrath on the stage with you guys. D- d- does he perform with you, or come on for a guest spot, or what? What goes on with that? So what it was is, um, we started playing Wrath's set with him as his surrogate band kind of thing. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's a word. Dude. I don't using that word. Surrogate. That means replacement, dog. Okay. But. <laughs> 
But um, so we did that for the tour, right? So we were being wrath and social infants, kind of like I don't know, I don't know, we, we, would you call it like a super group kind of thing in a way? Well, we were filling in for the wise guys, yeah. on the tour, but we were still also social infants, yeah, playing social infants uh, sets after or before or however we want to do that thing. Our music. Yeah, we're all big fans of Rath's music, so when he yeah. asked us to play, uh, it was no brainer. Yeah, it was a no brainer. Uh, I don't, you've seen him, uh, I'm sure, plenty of times. Like he always brings the energy. His music catchy. Exactly, and it's it. it's a lot more punk than we are, and we kind of want to use it as it also as an opportunity to feel like kind of what it felt like to not like be in total control of what you're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we would, like, make decisions about stuff, about our own stuff, but when it's someone else's stuff, you kind of want to follow, kind of be directed in a way. Yeah, totally. I never make decisions. <laughs> Dude, you can't decide whether he wants chicken or beef. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, from what I've deduced in my rather short time this scene, Wrath uh, is... Wrath and his wife, Maggie Blitz, are definitely pillars of the Southwest Florida music scene. So it's really cool that uh, you've been able to work with them in the way that you have. Um, yeah. or, do you have any other uh, favorite bands uh, you know, from Tampa or Fort Myers area, Naples, and stuff like that? Pretty much everyone we work with, you know, like we, we hang out with and play with that pretty much everywhere we play. I you know I I don't have any bad things to say about any one of them you know and all good we're all doing our thing you know yeah come on give somebody a shout out um shout out to me no I'm just kidding uh for me I like Penny Fountain yeah uh, obviously Wrath I like Ocean's End Skyler uh Go Read Theory Cody and Co yeah basically the Deja Vu like the core group at Ollie's all of those guys are fucking awesome yeah. And movie props. Movie, oh, props. Props. movie props. I love them. I actually went to high school with a... blanking on his name right now. Christian. Uh, I went to high school with Christian and movie props. Awesome. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Oh, also, perfect sequence. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those guys are sick. Yeah. Awesome dudes as well. Um, I, I could definitely vouch for Penny Fountain and Gory Theory and Dave Javu. I've seen them a bunch. Uh, but yeah, uh, we've both mentioned Ollie's a little bit. Um, I've seen you guys play there a couple times. Uh, do you have any um, any thoughts about Ollie's or any favorite memories or things like that? Oh, I can't wait. All right. <laughs> One of my favorite memories is when we first played there. Me and Matt tried to play to a drum track, and we didn't have in-ear monitors at all. Obviously. <laughs> So we thought, you know, we thought we had it handled, and we didn't have it handled, and we were playing twice the speed of, of the song, too <laughs> slow, and we're just, I'm just like looking at that, I'm like, this is it, <laughs> this is the big leads. You, like, you can't imagine a worse start, like, I feel like any sane person would have quit, Yeah, but, but we just, we just kept thing. fucking trying, and like, our first two shows... We bombed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Sean invited you guys. But I thought we were going to not not be able to. I'm, come I'm back sure that was. Back then. <laughs> I'm sure that would have happened. Um, but then we started just playing acoustic, and then we yes. found Ian and uh, went back to the 
main sound that we have and so we didn't like it, it could have been worse right it could have been longer like in sequence but it was kind of was like within the few first couple months yeah yeah we were oh. we were still finding out like how to play live shows but that's not a good favorite oh, no. <laughs> I'll even think yeah. about that. um i'd say like my favorite i i really like the anniversary shows that they do mm-hmm. um and um fucking What's it called? Sorry, can you swear on this thing? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, the prom. The prom shows are always like those are my favorite I shows. Love big ever. Theme. I love big theme shows. Yeah. 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 Uh, I something that really blew my mind. Uh, one of my first shows at Ollie's, there was a band having their first performance ever, and they were all high schoolers and shit, and they had them headlining as well. Mm-hmm. Which can be a double-edged sword of Ollie's, because oftentimes, by the time it's, like, midnight or 1 a.m., a lot of people have left or whatever, so maybe that's what they were thinking. But um, multiple members of the band didn't know how to tune their guitar. They didn't know how to sound check. Oh, wow. And somehow, somehow it was a disaster, but it just kind of blew my mind. I'm like, how'd you guys, like, headline a show and, like, have never played before? But they're super good. I'm probably going to work with them again at some point, but that's something that kind of blows my mind. So you're then all the time. Yeah, I know your memory kind of sounds like my memory. Where we're just a terrible band playing. Uh, we definitely like uh, a compliment we get all the time. It's like much. Fun. Yeah, we yeah we really have like you know when we first started for me I was so nervous like my first two shows that I used to wear sunglasses on stage because I hated making eye contact and like I'm at the point now where like that doesn't even ever cross my mind. Like, I don't care if there's like five or 50 or 500 people. I'm just like having a good time. Yeah. That's nice. And I used to use alcohol as a crutch, which now I basically don't even drink anymore. So. (laughs) 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 But it's an 8%. (laughs) Well, I mean like not, not for like anxiety to play shows now just for fun. Yeah. I I just used heroin. (laughs) (laughs) I just drink to get away from the guys. <laughs> Wait, so that's why I saw a needle hanging out of your arm the last time I shot you. Yeah. I, I just thought you were diabetic. <laughs> you really, really, really sleepy back there on the kit. They keep playing their songs before I can even, you know, get, like, out of it, you know? <laughs> I'm like, god damn, dude. <laughs> Again... Yeah, so uh, you guys went on tour with Wrath. Um, do you have any favorite tour memories? Like, did you go to Bucky's and do all the, you know, basic first tour type stuff? Oh, dude, we found it's the mecca for us now because we're like gas station stands. <laughs> um, <laughs> our number one's Wawa, but oh yeah, Bucky, Wawa goes crazy. Yeah, Wawa's the shit, and then yeah, if Bucky's Bucky was here, it would easily uh, top Wawa. The kid, yeah, mm-hmm. it's. Have you, dude, Bucky's, my guy, it was. We don't have Wawa merch, okay? We Charlie have. Charlie in the Bucky level. See, I'm still on Team Wawa, so like Bucky's is fun to go to, but like my uh, everyday true. sandwich, my everyday like stop and shop, I'm still, I'm still with Wawa, dude. I'm rocking with the goose. So Bucky's is really the Disney, Disney world of gas stations, and it's like, it's like Wawa is going home and going to Bucky's is like the only Disney world. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, 2 a.m. Quick Trip Sushi goes crazy hard, man. I don't know. But, um, yeah, Bucky's was good. Um, but what... No, come on, what's your favorite tour story? All right, my favorite tour memory, uh, we went, when we got to Virginia Beach, uh, we had, like, a day off, and all of us just, we were just drinking with... Oh, on, like, the beach, just... Bar hopping all night, having like a great time. Just, I don't know. Just felt good to be like far from home with like my best friends. Uh, yeah, it was like a great time. And then, and then but you can't tell what we gonna say what, what happened that night. Like at the end of the night, the so guys stepped down to their under <laughs> and they ran straight into the ocean and they got bodied by a huge wave. It was, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Yeah, Alex went like into our boxers and just ran into the ocean, just like screaming. And I'm like, what if we kissed in the ocean? That'd be kind of cool too, right? <laughs> oh, damn. I mean, as long as you guys still had your socks on, who gives a shit? It's right, dude. It's in, it's in international waters. You know? <laughs> There's no rules on the ocean, though. Yep. It's a wild walk across the street. We're having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. why when I that's why when I bring my crack pipe to the beach, they can't say shit because I keep one foot in the ocean. And say no, dude, I'm in international waters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't near me, or I will break this crack pipe into a crack knife. I will stab you. I will stab you. <laughs> Come at me. That's a oh, But <laughs> yeah. <sighs> give me a think. Oh, give me a thinking for a sec. Oh, I don't. Uh, words. Okay. Oh. I, I'm all fucked up after the whole crack shank uh, situation. Oh, just give me a second to. Uh... Oh, good. It'd be weird if you had us on and we didn't start talking about crack shanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be honest. Matt for almost forgot it. It's not a guy. He almost forgot it. New merchandise opportunity. <laughs> Get your social interactions. Oh shit! Awesome. Uh, so, uh, can we expect some like um, dick jokes on the new social infants at all? I mean, if you want to keep that Blink One Eight Two influence. Hopefully, I think there. Well, it depends on how you see the songs. If I would just give it a good listen, you know. I don't think we can with the name Social Infants. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, we, we tried putting those uh, tags in, and it wouldn't let us put infants and dick in uh, the same caption. Uh, we all got spotted. <laughs> <laughs> we got We're actually in this uh, thing agreement that we can't talk about. You know, these guys, I, I just play the drum song for them. Yo, they start the infant dick shit. I don't, I don't want to be part of it. They don't represent me. <laughs> so uh, if anyone needs a drummer, uh, my name's Ian. Um, I'm. <laughs> you take that back right now. <laughs> I have a regular sound man dick. So. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, I think I think there there's good listens for people. <laughs> I don't yeah. think we've a joke song on the record yet. I don't know. Uh, well, hey. 
we're still tuning to find out. Yeah, right? we're still we're still writing. I think they all sound like jokes. <laughs> the whole thing is just one large dick joke because this fucking sucks. <laughs> that's what okay. the album, that's, that's the first review from the album. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so um, how the songs released? Do you have any uh, favorites to play live? My favorite is, um, I think one and only, I think. That one's not released, though. It's not released. I don't, yeah, and none of them are released, but, uh, do you mean, like, all of them, or? Yeah, um, yeah, one and only, uh, sounds good. I was just wondering, like, uh, based off the ones that you have on Spotify, if you have any favorites to play. My favorite's God's Yeah, for sure, because that one... It's probably the first, my first song, song that I've ever written, I think. Like, I wrote terrible, like, songs. But this is, like, the first song, song that I've ever wrote. And it's, I still to play it. Like, it's a fucking Black Flag song. I love it. Um, for me, I really like giving up on you, because a lot of times we open with that. Um, and it's really fun just to, like, I don't know. The first song is kind of always the funnest song for yeah. me because you're like so amped and ready to get everything going. So for me, it's giving up on you. I'll let you in. They're all beautiful angels. She <laughs> <laughs> loves them all equally. He's like, hi, I'm Ian. I play the drum. <laughs> I'm, an in- I'm an unpaid intern. <laughs> and I play the drums. Exactly. They get it. See, I'm I'm just a drummer. Ian's you know? like the songs didn't get good till I came in. So hey man, I I don't get paid enough to have coherent thoughts on the subject. So just <laughs> cu- move on. Right, just record it, uh, fix it in post. Get it out of there. <laughs> so uh, have you guys been working with any uh, producers or anything for this upcoming record EP? I think we can consider EJ the producer in, um, from Black Sparrow Studios in Northport. In Northport, currently in hiatus for a while until his house gets fixed. But yeah, he's our producer pretty much, and um, he's doing a fantastic job. I think he really also opened up like sonically. Like it opened us up sonically of what kind of sounds we can like um, do and like how like better. He really like pushes us to be better, be better and sing better and like think of new ideas. And he's a drummer, so he really helps me a lot. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that's a huge thing when it comes to yeah. having an outside perspective on an album that you're recording or EP you know, just whatever you're recording, because um, I feel like from what I've noticed as like a music fan, a photographer, whatever, like if you don't, with every new release, if not pushing yourself in some way, it can sound very stagnant. I don't know if you agree with that or not. No, I totally agree. And uh, you know, if Travis Barker is listening to this, we'll drop EJ immediately if you're up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but if you have Travis Barker on, you gotta drop Ian too. He doesn't really work well with other drummers. Uh, man, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Were you guys? Well, sorry. I'm. He's like, sorry. I'm working with Blink One too. My bad. So, 
Yeah, and, and but then you got to bring on Matt Matt Skiba, and then basically all that's left is uh, well, shit. What's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Who, 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 which one, Matt? Yeah, yeah. one of you. I don't know. Yeah, Matt, I'm the drummer. Okay, and, uh, Matt, drummer, and Pokemon. That's who. That's how I'm gonna remember. The Pokemon. The 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 e boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I used to be an able. What happened? I started smoking weeds. Wait a second. And it became the weed boy. This <laughs> <laughs> is your fault. I am so weed. <laughs> it's your fault. I watched it from. I learned it from watching you. I learned it from watching Rams. <laughs> Slowly stroke it. I pro. I I, I listen. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, what's uh, fuck? Okay, I'm I'm doing my best to think here. Okay, so um, what what was each of your guys' favorite band growing up? Sevenfold. For me, actually, uh, Avenged Sevenfold as well. I was like super into them growing up. Um, I still like them, but they just don't come up with music enough for me to like still consider them one of my favorite bands um how about you guys green day i fucking literally would mimic billy joe and learned his play style on the on the guitar on the drums on the drums <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah i'd like green day for sure dog. like i think american idiot was that when i first like was conscious enough to like know you know like the biggest hits a holiday, and then I went back, and that's how. That's it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was. I saw y'all at the um, at the cover concert that Jimmy James threw, and you guys yeah. didn't play anything off of Uno, Dos, or Trey, and I was really disappointed. Uh, I mean, I would only have done like a song from each album I want to play, but I do. I I have such appreciation for the trilogy. Uh, there, uh, I love. Which one do you like more? Which, like, if you had to choose up one of the three, I, I honestly don't like any of them. But I think Trey you was like the best one out of all of them. Because <laughs> I would totally have played every song off of all three albums. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm kind of a hater, to be honest. I wake up oh, and I start yeah. hating things. You no, know, <laughs> <laughs> at, at least there'll be some, you know, some to conversate about. Why do you hate that? We kept it like old Green Day. Uh, yeah, I think what Kerplunk, Dookie, and like yeah, you know, the first, the first four yeah. albums up to Insomnia. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, we yeah, just because we knew that there was old fogies there, and they they want to hear the yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're the oldest of the folks. Well, I don't know. You don't want to play like Holiday and like just like all the things that everyone's heard a million times. Yeah, when you, you know? play more of the like, stuff they don't play on the radio, you know. Yeah, you don't really want to walk a lonely road. <laughs> the only road you've ever known. Right? Not with these guys. Broke yep. down the car. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I definitely get it, because I was at a certain punk best show thing, and I'm like, damn, looking around, uh, all the dudes here are old enough to be my grandfather. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, there's definitely a big older punk scene in the area. Yeah, they're gonna be. They're gonna probably be like, "Hey, play Sweet Children stuff." I want to hear Sweet Children. What? That's the band Billy Joe's band before Green Day. Oh, 
It's like I don't, I don't, I don't like sweet children. Well, we're social hippies. So I know, right? <laughs> Those dudes you're, always you're, were friendly children. Friendly children, or maybe not so friendly. Mm-hmm. A little naughty. Oh boy. A little spicy. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you guys have any um any shows coming up um for for your fans to get excited about? I think what is it October thirtieth? We're gonna do the Wrath show with I think we're playing with Wrath, right? Yeah, Yard on the Mass. Yard at the Mass in where is that again? Lakeland. Lakeland. Oh, the that's 30th. sick. Yeah. Yard on Mass. Yard on Mass, Lakeland, 30th, uh, with Wrath and the Social Infants. Wrath and the Social Infants, and whoever's there. And whoever's there. <laughs> awesome. Really cool. So uh, I've noticed that live on some songs, uh, the bassist guy, Pokemon E-Boy sings, and then the guitar guy sings. So, like, how do you guys kind of work with that into your writing process? I think, for the most part, when me and Matt are writing, like, there's a lot more solo, I think. But when we know there's a certain, like, when we know when we come together on a song, we're like, all right, I think this would be perfect for, like, because I think we have different tones going on, right? So, like, like... Matt would be perfect for the verse verses, and that would be perfect for like the chorus kind of thing. Or, I don't know. We kind of like do how how do you think we set off to like write? Uh... If like I'm like writing a song, sometimes I'm just like, oh, like I know that Alex will kill a verse, or like for instance, like I don't know. I kind of come up with an idea and then bring it to these guys, and then it yeah. becomes a song, and this is the same. I think it just starts with like the idea and kind of whatever we sing is kind of what we came up with. Yeah. Really awesome. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any um, goals or aspirations that you're really hoping to achieve in the in the future, realistically, with your band? Just be able to pay the bills doing this. You know, that's that's the ultimate. And just I love to perform too. I love art. And what you can do on stage is art, just the same as anything else. So don't let me get all philosophical on you. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be able to pay Alex's bills. You have so many debt. I have so much debt. <laughs> I just want to move in with Alex. <laughs> I mean, man, I get it. It's expensive having a sh- having a sugar baby. Yeah. Okay, it really is. Belle Delphine doesn't can't feed herself, dude. I have to give her all my money. <laughs> Thank oh. God, dude, because that, that my camera isn't working, or you'd see me surrounded by my vials of her bath water everywhere. Oh, it's kind God. of embarrassing. Oh man, how do you how do you resist the urge to drink out of you? I don't. That's why I buy so many. That's why I buy so many because I give in. I give in so hard. It's so good. <laughs> oh shit! If God didn't want me buying e-girls bath water, he wouldn't have invented water. He would have invented the internet for me to buy it on. Right? Exactly. <laughs> when I when actually Natalie, I actually flew to her to collect, and I flew back. 
It also nowhere like in the Bible does it say that you can't drink Philadelphia bathwater. It's not in there. Honestly, it's one of the commandments: thou shalt leave <laughs> the bathwater. Thou shalt not sip. <laughs> I'm just going to the sources. <laughs> yeah, straight from the source. I just drink water. <laughs> Wait, you just drink water, but it's not like e-girl flavored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kind of banana-y, kind of loose <laughs> Tastes like baby oil. Uh, no, I mean olive oil. <laughs> I just drink Diet Coke. I haven't drank water in years. <laughs> That's like actually true. See the pins on his back holding his skin together. <laughs> I'm only 14. I just look 30. <laughs> Don't say fourteen. That's bad. Oh shit! How old am I? I'm the youngest. If you're fourteen, am I twelve? Still infant. Yeah, we're still actually we're actually infants actually. Mentally. <laughs> yeah, clearly <laughs> after this. Yeah. So um. <laughs> So what's your best pitch to, for, a, for a prospective listener to want to check out Social Infants on Spotify when you guys release your new EP? Um, you, you like music, but kind of like, don't? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen to this, dog. If, hey, remember uh, MGK? Kind of sounds like that, but not. Nah. All music is the same, but not. But not. Uh, I would say that <laughs> this is a, this is oh yeah, this is the best representation. Yeah. I would say that uh, we've definitely grown a lot. We've put a lot of like effort, time, and money into this actual money. We into are, as as, men, as much jokes as we make, we're like very proud of what's coming. Yeah. Out. So I would definitely check it out. Like like we were saying, we play a few songs off the LVPs. We play every song on the EP yeah. because we like it. Yeah, there's not a bad song in this EP. Yeah. I play the drums on it. <laughs> That's all you need to know. He bangs good. Can't find a woman, though. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a woman when you got your kit, dog. Yeah, dude. She got a big hole on there. Um, <laughs> there's a big hole in that kit. Uh, I'm going home. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, basically, what I got out of that is, uh, so, uh, what what were your thoughts about MGK saving punk rock? You know, love it or hate it, it happened, and while, you know, it, it, it could help, it could hurt, I'm not really sure what it could do for us or any of the other bands doing it. We're at our level. Girls. Yeah. I mean, I well, like, so he's saying that he's done with punk. Uh, I don't, I mean, like, I have this song about hating MGK that's going to be on this next EP. I play it live all the time. Um, I don't necessarily hate MGK's music as much as I don't like him as a person and, like, watching punk rock become, like, the Kardashians and, like, like every high school kid is, like, emo now and every like, cool high school kid is the like every cool all the cool kids now are becoming the nerds like like you know what i mean 
yeah, I just don't like I don't like like how mainstream it's becoming, but I don't know. I don't want to also be gatekeepy, but yeah, it's just not for me. It, I don't know. It's so yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Like it kind of feels like he he's kind of reducing punk rock in the mainstream to like a formula and a fashion statement rather than rather than like what's actually behind his music and what's behind the music he's been putting out is mostly kind of shallow kind of basic like almost kind of sounds like a like a formula or an algorithm to get the most streams on octane or whatever rather than actually having a message behind it and like the biggest thing too is that i feel like he had the opportunity to maybe take a slightly lesser known to the mainstream punk band on tour when he started touring and selling out arenas but instead he took out established acts that didn't really need it at all so we didn't really help out the punk scene at all as much as people are claiming in my opinion I thought it was pretty funny when he got hit by the giant hand and he jacked us. That was pretty good. <laughs> he, looked like, he looked like an idiot. That was, that was, that was just, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, I'm not. Yeah, like I think just the word, the wording people are putting out there, like just saying pop punk in any title, I think is helping helping pop punk to like. I think in like clickbaity form, you know what I mean? Pop yeah. Punk. But yeah, like you were saying, it, his 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 interpretation of it was just uh, purely based on nostalgia, not actually about the craft it takes to write a pop punk, an actually good pop punk song. It didn't build on anything. He just like came into it and was like, "I'm gonna do this now." And yeah. like he did like a lesser version of what was being done ten, fifteen years ago, and still being done now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But um. But money's money, baby. But, like, all I'm saying is, like, if MGK headlining Warp Tour or something was, like, the deal with the devil, get Warp Tour back, I'd be pretty down, bro. I, it's the monkey's paw. You, at, you ask for that, and then what? It becomes MGK Presents. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like we asked for Warp Tour, but instead we got when we were young fest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> every city and it would just be a disaster after every next god Stop. how the fuck do they have like 30 bands in one fucking day there's no way, there's no way. I, so that's coming in like i don't know like a week or two and uh i was reading like uh matt skiba from outline trio and obviously formerly blank uh was saying like he said in an interview today that uh, like they just put alkaline trio on the flyer and nobody got like verified before they just said that they were gonna play it Oh my god! Yeah, I heard that bunch. Like, like guys on like Twitter being like, "Well, I guess we're playing when we were young fest." It turns out. Yeah, I found out the same as you guys. Can't wait when Green Day and Blink headline the next one. Yeah. Oh, they actually started selling tickets for the next one before this first one even happened, which is fucking insane. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's sold out already. It's sold out. Oh my god. Yeah, and yeah, we don't even know what it's gonna be like. To like, to even like, plan the next one. So it's weird. They're selling yeah. you the flyer. They're selling you the flyer with all the names on it. It's all they're selling you. And then in the behind the scenes, they're actually trying to get everyone. Hey, come on! I put you on the flyer. Can you help me out? It's a little bit kooky. Yeah, like for me, like Welcome to Rockville or something like that, or Fort Rock. Like 
Yeah. Honestly, a lot of the lineups can be very boring, but at least you know, like logistically, it's probably not gonna be a fucking shit show. So yeah. like, I, I'd rather give something like that my money, where I can actually see all the bands I want to see, than yeah. than have to choose between thirty of my favorite bands in like ten slots, and then it probably probably not even be, gonna be able to get past parking until like four p.m. Like, it just take two days at least, right? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like I, I, it might just be like all like talk like we're doing it in one day. I love Firefest. Yeah, 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 I think it could be another Firefest, but not as bad because it's not on an island. It's just oh yeah, that that well, was just doomed. Can you imagine <laughs> when we were young fests in Antarctica? <laughs> this is Pop Punk Island. Pop Punk Island. We're also filming a show while you're you're starving to death. <laughs> And Pop Punk Island is ran by cult leader Jared Leto. Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, three things. The guys from Trapped. <laughs> 300 teenage girls enter, 150 no. leave. Okay. <laughs> They're all put into the, uh, the Pop Punk uh, slave trade. <laughs> Oh, shit. Hey, somebody needs to string MGK's new music, man. It's not gonna be me. <laughs> right? It's just a whole building of uh, teenage girls streaming MGK. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you have any um, any favorite venues on tour? Or any favorite venues you played in general that you're like, damn, I hope we get to play there again? On a, on a count of three. Do we know it? I know mine. Oh, yeah. One, two, three. Skate. Monster Kid. The Catacombs. I like Scandals. Go to Scandals. I like Scandals. Scandals I. Monster Kid was cool. But Scandals, I'll do anything in front of that sick video wall. I fell in a punk house in Georgia, and I got a big bruise from it, and that was that was kind of It looked like... Silly. Like he got hit by a car. That's how big the rooms were. Actually, uh, some would say like I got hit by my dad <laughs> again several times. So we slept at the promoter's house, and then Ian took a shower, slipped and fell, and like broke the sink. As we're laying, oh my like, god, laying down on the bare floor, and we see. I'm like Ian playing drums inside. Oh my god! I might have accidentally broke the the, the shower spot. Shower spot, dude. thing bent because she down because Ian wanted to contact it with his thighs. Leave me alone! It was driving me, and I slipped. Dude, they wouldn't give that a red flag in football. It was bad. You know what? No one got mad at us for breaking it. Also, uh, flying to my favorite skate shop, though. Yeah, really cool. Cause so, like, I'm not good at skating, but I like skating. And uh, I footage of him. Yeah, I'm really bad. But uh, it was cool. Like, it was like a skate park, and you can just, like, skate, and, like, bands are playing. And uh, That's in Roanoke? Yeah, it's in yeah, Roanoke, Roanoke, Virginia. Roanoke. We got to play with Brath, and then uh, we also got to play with El Escapado, which, unfortunately, uh... We played with them at Ollie's as well, but unfortunately, uh, I'm sure you've heard about their singer uh, passed away. So, yeah. So it was really good to uh, get to like play with them and get to know those guys. I feel obviously horrible. And Hanoi Jane 
who they played their second to last show with us, right? Was the second to last, then the show after? Yeah. But the last couple shows, and I don't know if they're performing anything now. I, I checked them out too, you know? Yeah, I have some stickers on the van from both of those guys. Mm-hmm. And Colin Dad, they Colin were sick. They were, yeah. They're fucking gnarly hardcore. Yeah, they're based out of Orlando, I think. They've played at Ollie's a couple times. Yeah. Uh, they're awesome. There's always a good show with them. They really get involved with the crowd. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Sounds good. Uh, so, uh, out of the songs uh, released, uh, on Spotify or Bandcamp or whatever, what song would you like your uh, your outro for the podcast to be? What do you think? Giving up on you? Giving up? Yeah, yeah. giving up on you. Living good. You're welcome. Awesome, guys. Um, is there anything else you, you'd like to talk about on this podcast before I go? Uh, make sure you're new to your pets. Um, spay new to your pets. Um... <laughs> Russwell Jackson. Russwell. Uh, so if you order a coffee and you say light almond milk, you don't get charged extra. Found that out. pro tip. That's good stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with, with me tonight, guys. And here is "Giving Up on You" by the Social Infants. Ballistic when I'm so fucking sick of this shit that was caused by